1: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the MFG Cast. That's
0: right. Ladies and gentlemen, non binaries, children of all ages. What are we doing on this episode, Tracy?
1: Well, today we are going to do a review of Dinos Not Assembled. So let's get right into it. Yes.
0: Let's tell the story of Dinos Not Assembled.
1: Uh, we have a space in our notes for a dramatic reading. Uh, by uh, Kurt. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, um. Alright, here's the story. Dinah, the museum curator in the town of Jurassic City, has a dino-size problem. She must put together a display for the Dinosaur Showcase event at the museum. But she's running out of time! Oh no! Desperate, she contacts world-famous paleontologist Dawson Reximus. Dawson agrees to help, but he needs one more member to join his team prove you are up to the task and the job is yours. Pick me! Only the craftiest and most clever player will win a spot on this coveted team and help Dinah create an exciting experience for the museum guest.
1: That was, like, so epic. So epic. You have a way with words.
0: Somebody pay me to not say stuff right. <laughs> <laughs> why,
1: why isn't that at the beginning of every one of our episodes, it's like we... Everyone drops.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: No, they probably don't. I'm just assuming.
0: Yeah, don't assume.
1: So, let's get into it. How we always introduce reviews is just to do the overview, meaning like the deets, a.k.a. the details. No, it would be details, a.k.a. the deets. That's right. Of the game. So, for Dinos Not Assembled, it plays two to four players for 30 minutes. Ages 8 and up. It was designed by Alice Davis and Dawson Kemper. And art by Jeff Willis. And published by Thing 12 Games. Yep. I'm going to stop here, though.
0: What are you going to stop here for?
1: Because I'm going to do a little callback or call out yes. to the design of this game. Okay. Because I think it's cool. So it was designed by Alice Davis, like I said, and Dawson Kemper. And there's something a little bit different about this than games that we've reviewed before because this is a mother and a son. Nice. And it's not just like a mother and a son, like 20-something-year-old or whatever. When they worked on this, Dawson was nine. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dawson is super into, like, science and math and stuff like that, and they worked on this game together. That's awesome.
0: And just think about it, like, I have, like, probably, like, six games that I want to make, and Dawson, at nine years old, has already created a game. That's pretty sweet.
1: I know. I think it's really cool, so I thought it was really worth um, mentioning before we went any further. Definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So... Um, I think I covered everything in the overview. You sure did. Okay.
0: You know what the goal of the game is? I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, I think you should. Yeah,
0: be the first to exhibit three assembled dinos to win. So how are we doing this? We, as players, are reviewing our dino cards and collecting matching bone tiles to assemble our dinosaurs the fastest. Wow. Be the fastest assembled dino collector and the west pew pew i don't know why i had to do that but i did it
1: wow
0: (laughs) you should see tracy's face she's like that was something
1: he had my eyes bugging out Mm -hmm. before we get into like the gameplay and stuff i i put together a list of all the components for this game but i wanted to call out a few of the items in the game or the components of the game because i thought they were a bit unique So one of the components is the 24 dino cards. They display the dinosaur name and a picture of the dinosaur, which is really cute. Mm -hmm. But they also tell you how to pronounce the name of the dinosaur, which I think is really cool because I don't know how to pronounce half the dinosaurs. I know like the common standard um, Tyrannosaurus Rex and stuff like that, but I don't know those more unique or less common dinosaurs, yeah, yeah. which I think is really cool.
0: Well even with like a like you know, with a T-rex T Rex and Tyrannosaurus, you know
1: <laughs> And Kurt can't even do it. I can't even it do is. it.
0: But like they I, I think they to me it sounds like they're using the names from like a science book, which is cool. So you're actually getting the real name of the dinosaurs.
1: Yep. Another thing that I think is kind of fun about uh, the dino cards is that they put a cute, fun fact about the dino on the card. But it's not a fact that you would expect. So, like, one of the dino cards talks about how the dinosaur likes cheese pizza. So, obviously, you could tell that it's, like, funny, quirky things that they thought of that a nine-year-old would think of for these dinos, which I think is kind of cute. Yeah, definitely. And then also on the dino cards, it talks about or shows or displays what bones you need to collect to make and display this dinosaur, which we'll get into a little bit more. But there's like a lot of details on these dino cards between the name, the picture, the bone tiles you need to collect, the cute little fact and how to pronounce it. It's like...
0: Boom. Yeah. They really they really took advantage of the whole space of the card, which is awesome.
1: Yes. Yep. They also provide in the game 30 dino bone tiles, and they're two different colors. One of them's red, which indicates that the card, or not the card, the tile is rare. Mm-hmm. So it's more specific to certain dinos and less common, obviously. Yeah, so
0: like... T Rex, you have like the T Rex baby arms, and you've got like the skeleton of another dinosaur that's unique to them.
1: Yep. And then there's blue, which is more common. So there's definitely more blue tiles in there than there are red for yep. the rare. There's four character boards. There's a museum game board, a dig site board, a dirt sack. Um, there's 24 wooden dino meeples, which are super
0: cute. I love them. I think um, they're like awesomely made and. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't scrimp out on the details. I love it.
1: Yep. And they, of course, have four help cards or reference cards, which are really nice if you need those. A security meeple, which he's super cute. Um, he's little wooden security guy, which we'll talk about him later. And then another thing to call out is their first player marker. Their first player marker, typically in a game, is the same anybody who has a game. So if I own the game and Kurt own the game, typically... We'd have the same first player marker, but depending on the game that you receive, you could either get a T-Rex tooth or you could get a raptor claw, which I think is kind of cool that they mix them in to the games. So I could have a different first player marker than Kurt could have a different first player marker, Mm -hmm. except that that wouldn't be the case because we would be playing the same game, but... And then um, what I thought was a really nice um, touch, too, was they added a coloring book mm-hmm. in the game, too. Yeah. And it's really, really cute.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, even if, like, say you have a family of four and, like, you have a couple of kids that are uh, old enough to play the game, but maybe you have a couple of kids that just aren't quite old enough yet, they could use the coloring book and color while you're playing. hmm It's a great idea. hmm
1: So let's get right into it. Let's talk about setup. Sweet. Go ahead, Kurt.
0: All right, my turn. So, when we're setting up, first you place the museum game board in the center of the table. Easy enough. Choose a character board and place it next to the display section on the museum game board in front of you. Yep, just, again, there's, like, little displays. They have different colors. You can put them on whatever side's in front of you. Or you can even switch it around if you want a different color. You can talk between your friends or family. Next, you shuffle the dino cards and deal two... Face down cards to each player, and the remaining cards are placed face down on the dig site board. Next, you put the dig site board within easy reach of all players. Then, you place all red and blue bone tiles in the dirt sack and shake it up. Next, you draw four bone tiles and place them green hand side up on the dig site board. After that, you take the security meeple and set it aside along with the dino meeples until they're used. And lastly, the player who last saw a dinosaur skeleton goes first. Alright, let's play. How do we do that?
1: Well, each player will take one of five actions. Sweet. So the first action you can pick from is dig. This means that a player can select two bones from that dig site and place them on their player board green hand side up. This section of your player board holds a max of four bone tiles once you select this action you have to replace the tiles on that dig site with tiles from the sack what's the next action Kirk?
0: the next action is planning to plan draw a dino card and put it into your hand you can only have a max of three dinosaurs so make sure that you keep track of that what's another action we could take
1: another action you could pick would be to clear. So you could remove all the tiles from the dig site. So you don't like any of them. You wipe them all out. And I guess I would advise is that you would set the ones you wipe out aside and you replace with poor new tiles. Make sure that that green hand side is up on those tiles. You put the tiles that you cleared off the dig site back in the bag and you go on your merry way. All right. And the next action you can pick from Kurt
0: is stealing okay so here's a caveat don't steal in real life just in this game so to steal you take one bone tile from another player with the green hand side up and place it on your player board red hand side up then you give the person that you stole from the security meeple then that means that they can't be stolen from until the security meeple moves off of them. And usually that happens when another player has been stolen from, and then that that's when the security meeple would move.
1: So it's like stealing mania.
0: It is. And it this is.
1: has happened. It has. It's like bouncing security meeple.
0: That's right. But remember, when you turn that bone tile to the red side on your player board, no one can steal that back or no one can steal that from you ever again.
1: So that's why we reference um, green hand side versus red hand side because I always like to think of green as go Mm -hmm. and red as stop.
0: That's right. And that's why they have, like, the hand, too, because it's like green is like, go ahead, take it, you know, and the red's like, no, 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 don't you dare. Whoa, you should have seen his hand gesture. I did. All right, and then what's the last action you could take during your turn?
1: Well, this is the best one because this gets you towards, well, it doesn't get you towards it. Well, yeah, it kind of does. The last action is make. So what you're going to do in this action is discard three bone tiles from the player or from your player board into that dirt sack. You place the dino card on the left side of your player board. So basically what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I collected these 3 bone tiles to build this dinosaur. And then you're going to locate the dino meeple that is aside on your table, and then you're going to take it and you're going to proudly place it on one of your 3 pedestals on the museum board. And what we recommend is that you make some sort of magnificent music. When you place it on your pedestal.
0: So how would that music go?
1: dun da da da. Mm. See, it's very majestic. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. And it makes you feel so good, and you do that three times, and then you win the game. Very nice. Oh, I, I got so excited, I told you about the game end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Yep, that's how you do it. The first to assemble three dinos in their display wins the game.
1: Easy. Sorry I jumped the gun on that. Yeah,
0: uh, that's okay. You were really excited.
1: I was. I was. It must have been that magnificent music.
0: That's right. Should have been.
1: I know. So, All right. easy enough, right? That's right. Now so, you want to go out and buy this game for family night.
0: That's right. So, now that we've talked about how to play the game, what do we think about Dinos Not Assembled?
1: Well, I think Dinos Not Assembled was like such an easy game to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, super easy game to learn.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, typically, we like to learn a game. And then if we want to incorporate Logan in the play of the game, we like to know the ins and outs of the game first. And then introduce him to it. Because otherwise, sometimes we lose him. Yeah. Right away. We did not lose him at all on this game. No. He caught on. Like... Right away. Yeah. And understood it, and I don't remember if he won a game of this or not.
0: Um, Did he win a game of this? No, I, do, I don't I do think he did.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he did either, but, but that was okay with him. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I think you're onto something when it comes to how easily accessible it is to learn and to play. Like, it makes me think of back when I learned games when I was a kid. Like, you'd play your saris and your guess whos and stuff like that. Like, the instructions, very easy to pick up, very easy to play. Like, there's no, I don't feel like there's anything that can really stifle you from learning and playing in this game. It also has that fun factor, too. It has that fun factor where it's like, I don't have to bang my head against the wall to try to, like, figure out what I'm doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know how to play it. I know how to take the steps to win. It's not something that I have to, you know, and when it comes to a kid playing this game, for the most part, and I'm not talking about every kid, but for the most part, every kid kid should have an easy time figuring out what they need to do to play and win this game. So you won't lose them in that factor where it's like, oh, there's too many things here, there's too many instructions, there's too many cards, there's too many tiles. Like, it's a very easy pick up and play and it makes me think like, you know, even if you were to say, you know, have those old school games like that, like you could set those aside or replace it with this game because this is one of those just easy pickup, like great family board games that you could play.
1: I think going on the easy factor too with the pickup and play is the fact that I think sometimes when you play games, yes, yes this one has the choice of the five actions but they're five actions that absolutely make sense and that you can remember and so I think there wasn't a time necessarily that we had to even reference back the rules or even a help card I don't even think we really use the help or the reference cards in regards to this because we knew what we needed to do but there's the the cool part of it too is there's the variability of not knowing what bone tiles are gonna come up and when you're gonna be able to complete or build a dinosaur or make a dinosaur.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and I think one thing that I'd like to touch upon is that I think that the production of this game is fantastic. Like that like the art is vibrant. Yep. The colors are amazing, the dino meeples are Like, literally, like, I would love to just have those, like... Like, say I played, like, another game that had something involving dinos. I would, like, take these dinosaurs and use them, you know? Yeah. Or, like, you know, thinking about kids, like, even if kids aren't playing this game, it'd be like, hey, here's something fun that they can play with while you're playing the game or whatever. You could even use them to play on your own. Like, it it gives a lot more than what's, what's just for a board game itself, you know? I feel like, you know, like... Even, like, the game box. The game box is super vibrant, and, like, there's, like, like some of that texture. Sheen. Yeah. Yes, the raids look to it, you know, and, like, the lettering and stuff like that. It just, everything about this game screams, like, a fun game night, and they, it's part of their family night group of games, and, you know, it's one of those that can sneak in to be one of those, like, you know, old school games. Like, you can play it with your grandparents, you can play it with your you know, your family, you play with your friends. Like, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how young or old, you can play with anybody.
1: Well, and I don't think it's considered a filler game, but I think in respect to, I think it's a, a quick game that you can teach somebody. So, I think if you have somebody who's not, like, a super gamer, I think you can still teach them this, and they would be more than willing to to learn and play this because I think it's easy enough for somebody who doesn't really want to think about it a lot. But at the same time, you can get somebody who's a little bit more into games to play this too because there's a little bit of uh, the strategy with the security meeple steal and stuff. And I mean, one of the games that we played with logan we were we had like a three three man steal there for a while and then i wanted to go back and steal again and i couldn't because it, the red hand was up and i was disappointed and i mean there's just a lot of different different things i think this game isn't just for a one sort of segment of people mm-hmm. um, which is cool yeah i mean i think the only thing that's tough is the fact that it might deceive people when you look at it.
0: Yeah. No.
1: But then again, if you had it as a different topic, too, it might be deceiving to another segment of people. Yeah. So, again, can't judge a game by its cover.
0: That's true. That's true. So. Exactly. That's exactly why we're reviewing this. So.
1: You betcha. Now that
0: we've talked about it, let's let's give our rating on this game. So we have some different ratings when we do our Cast rating scale. We have the Collection Keeper, which means that we will have it in our collection. We will play it more times than not. We have our Fair Player. We'll actually get a decent amount of plays in it, but it won't be something we want to play all the time. We have a, we have our Overlooked rating. That's one that, you know, maybe we'll play every once in a great while, but it, we'll probably look at other stuff first to play that before this. And then our last rating is the Unfortunate Passer. So what do we think about Dinos Not Assembled by Thing 12 Games? So Tracy, how do you rate Dinos Not Assembled?
1: Well, Kurt, I would rate this game as a fair player. And the reason why I'd rate it as a fair player is that I can see this game hitting our table on and off, maybe not being the first game that comes to mind all the time. Like a collection keeper would. But I feel like when Logan wants to play a game or something with us, this might be one of those that he asks to play. I think if we have a shorter span, period of time of gaming or whatever, we might haul this out and play it too. Because I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it deserves to be a fair player because it has a lot of cool elements. I just think they did a really good job. Yeah, for sure.
0: I also think it's a fair player. I think that... Because with what Thing 12s is going with their game night collection, like I really do think that this is a true family game night thing. So like if like you said, if Logan wants to play a game, this is, might be one of the ones that we pull out and play. Um, it might not be something that me and you play together that much just because, again, it's a family game. Uh, it might be something that I pull out, like say if we hang out with like my extended family and stuff like that because sometimes... They like games that aren't too thinky and stuff like that, but are fun, and this one is super fun to play. I think that anybody that's got a, fa- a small family of kids that really want to play something that's quick and easy, I feel like this fits the bill perfectly. And I feel like every time every time that we've played this game, like we have not been disappointed. Like We'll have fun stealing, we'll have fun trying to incorrectly pronouncing every name of the dinosaurs. And- yeah,
1: even with the pronunciations <laughs> on there, I still can't do it most of the time. Yeah. I have to try very hard. Yeah, definitely.
0: But um, but it's one of those that every time we bring it to the table, we're not disappointed, and I love that. I yeah. love I love that in a game when you play a game and you're just like, wow, this game is just really fun to play, and that's something sometimes you miss from games. You yeah. know, that's the whole thing about games. It's supposed to be fun, and sometimes <laughs> they feel like they're a chore. When this one is just always fun, and I really enjoy it, so I think it deserves to be a fair player. Also,
1: cool. So yeah.
0: So that's what we think about dino's not assembled so if you're interested in a copy of dino's not assembled make sure you hit up thing 12 games they've got their own website so go you can just search that up on the web grab a copy there if you like some if you are a local game store owner and you like to have this in your shop make sure you get a hold of thing 12 games and get that into your shop get into the hands of some awesome family so they can have a fun family game night as for us thank you for listening it's a fun to be able to grab this copy of Dials now Assembled from Thing 12 Games. They actually sent us a review copy, so thank you so much. Thing 12 Games has always been awesome. Thank you to... Yeah,
1: they're okay. <laughs>
0: they're okay. Thank you to Alice Davis and Dawson... Kemper. Kemper. Thank you, Dawson Kemper, for making a fun game and lending us have the ability to play something fun like and this.
1: And making us feel bad about ourselves, Dawson, because you're nine and we're a lot older, <laughs> and we don't do any designing of games yeah. that become something. He's already
0: accomplished now. He's going put that on I his know, resume. Like,
1: what the heck? <laughs> All
0: right. So if you like what you heard here, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you tell your friends about it, please. Um, if you are excited to find out more about us, why don't you check us out? We have our own YouTube channel where we're doing some videos and fun stuff like that.
1: And until next time, I'm Tracy. And I'm Kurt. And this was the Cast.
0: Thanks for listening. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network.